worship with me? After those testimonies, we can't do nothing but to worship Him. You are How many of you believe that today you know it for yourself? He's faithful. exalt him I love what mother said she said this was my journey this was the journey that the Lord chose for her to go through did he inflict or impute cancer on her of course not but she already knew the God that she was serving just like he said with Job you know what try me and you will find Faithful, hallelujah, you are faithful, you are faithful. Come on and raise your hands oh, unto him. So Come on, sing with us. He is faithful, you are faithful, hallelujah. Sing it again. He is faithful, he is faithful, so faithful. Search the heavens high and the earth below.
crack cocaine but guess what the high didn't last there was no together for the Lord. Thank my wife for helping me. <laughs> she remembered when I could not. I praise God for her. There's no one. There's no one. No one. No one so holy. No one so worthy. No one so faithful. The Bible says because of his loving kindness is better than life. Therefore my lips shall praise him hallelujah 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 jesus hallelujah jesus i feel i'm doing something different hallelujah jesus no one so holy
Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. 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 Come on and pray with me. Hallelujah. Come on and pray with me. Hallelujah. Pray with me. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless your name. Hallelujah. We give you the glory. We honor you. We magnify you. No one, no one, no one, no one. Oh. And when you don't have no words, you just say, oh. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Come on and give God the glory. Come on and give him the praise. Praise him like you've already received the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweetheart. I love you. Hallelujah. We give honor to God. Amen. It is a privilege. And it is an honor to be called into his presence. Where there's mercy, my God, I bless you. Woo. You know, ain't nobody worship God the way you worship him. You're unique. You've been created as an individual. And can't nobody beat you being you. Hallelujah. Breakthrough is here today. Hallelujah. Hearts are being lifted. Hearts are being lifted. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you the glory, Jesus. The heavens are, windows are open. If you open your heart and your mind, our Father's going to open up the windows of heaven. Amen. We just give God the glory and the honor. We thank God for Pastor Stevens. He's on a ministry assignment um, today. And we thank God. Amen. It is a privilege and an honor, not just to stand up here, but to be in his presence. If I'm sitting way in the back, but I'm in his presence, that's all that matters to me. My courage and my confidence comes through his presence and the worship of the Lord. Amen. God, I thank God for Pastor Stevens and Pastor Sharon. Thank you for leading us. Thank you for showing us 
when, 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 when the sun is not always out, how to continue to lead, how to continue to worship. Amen? I don't need a fair-weathered friend, but can you be there when I'm down? Can you help me up when I'm feeling low? Amen. So we, get, we give God the glory, amen, for them. And I greet each and every one of you, my brothers and my sisters in Christ, amen. To the mothers, God bless you. Good to see you. Thank you for your testimony. Your testimony. Your testimony. Amen. Amen. My wife, of course, I love her. I thank God for her. We're still celebrating 25 years. Amen. As far as I'm concerned, it's 25 years until we get to 26. Amen. So I definitely thank God. Amen. For her uh, laughing with me, crying with me, praying with and for me. Amen. At home. And when she don't want to cook, I know what to do. Go on in there and fix me a sandwich. Mother, I'm human. Amen, right? <laughs> amen, amen. So we definitely thank God. Thank God for her. Let's go to the word of God. Amen. Um, let's have a minute of prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you that there is none more holy, none righteous. No, not one. You're powerful. You're our heavenly father. We thank you. Have your way. Move by your spirit. Lord, I decrease that you would increase. And we thank you that your word on today will not return unto you void, but it will produce the fruit that you have sent it to do. We bless you, we honor you, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God the glory. Amen. Amen. Our text scripture will be coming from the book of Hosea, the 10th chapter, and verse 12. That's Hosea. Chapter 10, verse 12. Familiar scripture. And the word of God says, Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he come, comes and reign righteousness on you. Hallelujah. If I could use for a title for today's message, I would title it, Let's Sow. Let's Sow. S-O-W. Let's Sow. Amen. When we look throughout the scriptures, both Old and New Testament, we find that there are several principles, illustrations, and parables concerning sowing. Roughly about 66 verses of, on sowing and reaping, and about 15 verses on parables of sowing. And today it should not take me long to encourage each and every 
one of you that we must continue to sow. But we must know how to sow. It's kingdom. Some of you know that I am a plant enthusiast, especially uh, with rare house plants that I cannot find locally, but perhaps may find online places like China, Indonesia, and California, to name a few. I enjoy not just watching things grow, but how to care for them. I enjoy the botany of plant life. As a young boy, I was fascinated how a seed in, in, in the dirt could grow and later render fruit. And so often, you probably have noticed that I love to discover where things begin, perhaps from the book of origin being the book of Genesis. It excites me to know the mind and the heart of God and his excellency. Of course, the word and the mind of God is too vast that we cannot even obtain it all. How his ways are perfect and royal and majestic. Go with me in Genesis 1, verse 11. The word of God says this, let the earth bring forth grass. The herb that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind. Whose seed is in itself on the earth and it was so. And then skip to verse 24 in Genesis. The, verse, the Bible says, then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind, okay, according to its kind. That's an important thing to remember. And then the, the word of God continues to say, and it was so. Did you ever realize that everything that God created to dwell and to live on the earth came from the earth. Everything that we drive, the clothes that we wear, the food that we eat, the hair products that we put in our hair or our beard, you know, everything came from the earth. Everything came from the earth. Every beast or animal, plant life, vegetation, mankind. Now, if you flip over to verse 26, it says this. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth, that creeps upon the earth. And then he says this, after God created each day, everything that he created, he said, this is good. He said, this is good. You ever bake the cake and, and you cut that first slice and you put it in your mouth and you say, this is good. <laughs> it's okay to look in the mirror every now and then after you 
took your shower and shaved and got yourself together and look in there and only thing, don't blow yourself no kiss. But it's all right to say, this is good. <laughs> Y'all said, he being a little arrogant now, a little conceited, amen. No, when I look at myself, I see God because I know he created me in his image, amen, amen, amen. Verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Or let's say according to his kind. Amen. According to his kind. Male and female is the order that God made man and instituted it, ordained it, and created it to function only in this way. Two men and two women can't multiply. Sure, you can go and adopt. Sure, you can go through um, uh, Venus for infertility and all those kind of things and produce, all right? But that was not instituted by God for two men to be together, nor two women. And I'm telling you like I know because I know. There was a time I didn't think that. Got a question from someone a few weeks ago. How can you tell me that I can't have feelings for another man when I, this is, I didn't ask to be this way? I was born this way. Sure, our mothers and our fathers conceived us in iniquity, but the word of God says we must be born again. And we have choices. Tim chose the lifestyle I lived in my past. But when I searched and I found nothing else that can fill this void, and I found him, I began to serve him. And I began to search the scriptures of who I'm serving. And I find out this thing. He says, he says, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that, that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Semicolon, have dominion. To have dominion means to have reign. To subdue something means to, to stand over top of it and reign over it. I learned that. I learned that you're going to have certain feelings. That young man said that because that's what he felt in his heart. And I understood that. I understood that he felt that he was born to be attracted to other boys or to other men. He, I understood that. I know that, 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 that way of thinking. Nobody is born and begin to pray, 
God, make me like this person or make me to enjoy this or to that or to enjoy that. That's why it is our responsibility to love people, to spread the gospel, amen, to teach and to, because people walk in confusion. We see it. We see the subliminal messages on, on, with J.C. Penney and two men are swinging a child in between them as they've come out spending their money. SpongeBob SquarePants. If you looked, if there's, I couldn't tell you which particular movie, but they'll show, uh, they'll show SpongeBob aroused. You'll get, you got, you got to look. It'll, it'll be like that. You'll see it. And, and, and my son was growing up, sure, you watch television, daddy's going to get food started because mommy will be home in a minute. We don't know what they're watching. Just because it says PG or G, you know, X-rated or, or rated R back in our day is like rated R. PG today is rated R, and rated R is triple X. And it's the truth. My wife would be like, where are you going? That commercial's on again. I don't want to see no commercial with Paradise Island. All that flesh up in, no. I'm just weird that way. I'm learning how to feed my spirit more than I'm learning to feed my flesh. I'm learning how to catch this so in where I want to go. I'm learning how to sow and where I want to go. And so he says this, he says, then he blessed them and gave them, them his divine will and instructions on how to live. Not just exist, but live. Like them young men you were talking about, living uptown now, you see, you see things. Young men, just young women too, just living, just existing. And not really living. Speak to him. Not even articulate enough to say hello. Just existing. Have no dreams. No purpose. You know. And, and, and guess what? Some of it, they were, they were the innocent bystanders. They were innocent. But that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to. He wants to blindside our, our children. He wants to blindside them, steal their dreams from them. Even in subtle ways and subtle forms to the place where they don't even believe that they matter. That they're not important enough. And so he gave Adam and Eve purpose and responsibility the moment that he created them. He said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, subdue it and, dominion, and, and have dominion, just as I said earlier. He said to them in verse 29, he said, see, I have given you every herb and every tree to yield seed. This is your food. In other words, to look, to behold, to observe. He says, I want you to see this, Adam and Eve. Look, see this, see this, and see that? I've created that as food for you. And everything that I've created, 
it will render seed of its own kind and reproduce. Okay? Important. It will reproduce. You see, your seed is a value, and it is vital to your future. The Lord had already created provision before he created man. He set everything up before he placed Adam in it. Isn't that just like our God? Isn't that just like our Heavenly Father that, that, that he would do something like that? That the career that you've been praying about is already provided? That business venture, that college tuition, the down payment on your home, Tony Body, amen? The down payment on that new property, Tony Body, is all, I'm, I'm speaking those things that are not, but they're coming up, amen? That new property is already provided. Now, all we have to do is just believe God to get us to it. We just got to believe him. The Lord gives seed to the sower. Now, listen, we have a righteous position. After God created Adam, the Bible said that he placed him in a garden that God planted. God was the first, the first farmer. He's the first of everything, if you think about it. But he placed Adam in the garden that he planted. And he gave him further instructions. He gave him employment. He says this, to tend and keep it, or in other words, to till and to cultivate. We are to cultivate and manage everything that the Lord has given us, starting with ourselves, our families, finances, and possessions. And many times, we handle things with limited resources or limited knowledge but we do it the best that we know how. We go with what we know and often do not inquire or seek or even seek God, godly counsel. Therefore, we struggle. We compromise because of the lack of knowledge and understanding. And what does the Bible say? Get in all of your getting, get understanding. Listen, brothers, we often, we often duplicate what we've seen our fathers do or what the men uh, within their community did, or the lack of, of having a positive role model, a positive male influence. So we do the best we can. Some things we do well, and then there are other things that we, the things that we do or we practice, we could use a little help in. Amen? Our marriage communication, self-control, spending habits, what to prioritize or how to prioritize, how to be the priest in our homes, and etc., we I, I encourage all of us to participate, amen, this week, all of the brothers to participate in the book study, as I mentioned earlier, David the Great. As the author puts it, we often live complex and complica complicated lives. Mark Rutland goes on to say that we must remember through David that, that David was not in the 21st century. He was not a 21st century Christian. If we try to dress him in a suit and, and tie and apply our standards of morality to, this, to his life, it simply won't work. Jesus' teachings, for example, on loving your neighbors, that came after David. Paul's writings on marriage, um, especially monogamy, that came after David. Peter's call to not repay evil with evils, that came after David. David. Many of us feel 
uh, or find ourselves somewhere within this book, um, we'll find our personal struggles. We'll find that while at the same time we're, we're, we're dealing with personal struggles, private struggles, we've ha we have some experiences of some public successes. Let me tell you what the enemy, the devil, wants us to keep doing. Stay to yourself and remain isolated from the community and the local church. He is afraid of you gaining the knowledge that your father has for you. He is afraid of you understanding and gaining freedom in your walk, in your journey. The enemy is afraid. He's not worried about you just coming to church. He's not worried about you being obedient and opening up the scriptures as the man of God would read them and your mind is somewhere else, your bills, your, 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 your hardship, the fun you're going to have afterwards, going to Golden Corral or whatever, if he can distract you from the things, he is afraid of you taking the grip and the hand of God, taking the word of God and applying it to yourself. He's afraid of the seed that you have on the inside. He's afraid of you gaining understanding of the word of God. He doesn't want you to know that sin doesn't have dominion in you. Let me read something for you in Romans 8, verses 1 through 6. I hope it's okay for me to teach today. Because after we teach, we're going to start sowing. Hallelujah. Romans 8, verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk at, according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, for the law of the spirit of life is, or excuse me, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. So he condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. That's a whole lot. Real simple. The enemy don't want you to know that you're free. I heard a story, and I think I almost saw a particular dog, if I remember correctly, in my uh, mother and father's neighborhood, the dog stayed chained up, probably four or five foot fence for years. When the dog broke away every now and then, the dog didn't, he didn't escape. The dog was bound for so long that that's all the dog knew. The dog did not know that he was free. I 
I had a pastor, not our pastor, another pastor share with me that his brother who was um, um, incarcerated for years came and stayed with him. He gave him the keys to his home. He showed him where your bedroom is. Here's the kitchen. Here's the bathroom. All this is shared space. About a week or so later, he'd come home from work, and his, 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 his brother bought a little cubic refrigerator, moved it into that bedroom. In other words, he put everything that he would use in a bedroom that he slept in. Because that was what he was used to. He was systemized. He didn't really understand that he had freedom. He found a job. He would go to work. He would come home and retreat to his, I don't know, 10 by 10 room with everything he needed. The enemy doesn't want you and I to know that we are free, or that you can be free. This men's encounter, that one women's encounter, the, let me tell you, the, 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 the atmosphere is made so conducive that when you get there, all you got to do is believe. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go to sing a song. You don't have to go to, to read scripture. You don't, don't even take your cell phone. Don't take anything that would distract you because that is a place conducive, again, enough for you to just go and believe God. And I guarantee you, if you participate in worship, if you go for God, if you listen to the man or the woman who's teaching the team of believers that have been fasting and praying for weeks upon weeks upon weeks, you will come out like me as a free man. And some of us say, but Father, I know I'm free because I remember when you delivered me from that and that. And you know, I don't do that and that anymore. Imagine with me, you have a cord. I wish I'd have brought one. And it has several knots in it. You remember, uh, whether it could be a water hose or uh, your child's shoestring, and it's got several knots, and you're working that thing. You got one knot out, and you're like, okay, I'm getting somewhere. And then let me work on getting this other knot out. All right, there's, there's the other knot. But then there's this last knot. This last knot is, it, I mean, it's tight. You, your fingernail, you'll break it if you try to use your fingernail. So you, t you, you put it on your, your fang tooth. <laughs> And you're trying to pull it and you're trying to uh, manipulate it to the place where you can get your finger enough in it to pull the knot out. The Lord said, this is what I want you to do. He says, this is why I want you to become free. Even the more because I'm going to take you into dimensions. I'm going to take you into places in, in me. He says, there's going to be, because you know, he's a multifaceted God. For all you sisters that are rocking the, the five, and, and t, uh, five to ten carat diamonds, when you look up in there, I know you got some of them out there, amen. You wear it Monday, you only wear it Monday through Friday, amen. No, I'm just playing. But you multifaceted. You can't just look at God one way and exhaust everything about him. 
because there's always more, amen? Many dimensions about our God. Hallelujah. The devil wants to steal and to kill, brothers, your worship and your intimacy with God. He doesn't want you to know that you are free or can be free. He doesn't want you to know that sin doesn't have dominion in you. Satan cannot make you sin. He can only influence us. He doesn't want you to know that you can or are the son of the king and that there is greatness within each and every one of you. Somebody say it's kingdom. Tell your neighbor this is kingdom. When we sow, it's kingdom. This isn't something that mankind has thought of. Everything that we do, the Bible says this, that, that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. So if it's anything good, it came from him. The coca plant came from him, but the enemy chose used man to distort it. And therefore make crack cocaine and, 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 and powder cocaine and, and heroin and all that stuff. Again, it came from the earth. Amen. For another purpose, for the right purpose. Amen. He cannot make us sin. He can only influence us. He doesn't want you to know that you can be the son and daughter of the king. And that there is greatness within you. Amen. Let's look at Mark 4, 26. Let's see what he says about sowing. Mark, the fourth chapter, verse 26. Hallelujah. Mark, the fourth chapter. Let me find it first. Verse 26. This is kingdom. Amen. The word of God says this. This is Jesus talking, by the way. He says, then he said to them, I'm sorry, it was still Jesus talking. Verse 26, excuse me. And he said, the kingdom of God as is if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. Scientists, agriculturists could tell you that if you put a seed in the ground, you cover it and you water it and all the elements and all the ingredients, the warmth, the darkness, and all those things work together to make the seed sprout. Sure, but we still don't know how, how it's done. It's God that does it, amen? It's God that does that. And so he goes on to say, now, you know, the kingdom of God is as if a man is scattering seed. It's kingdom because the Lord instituted it. He created it. He told Adam from the jump start, he says, listen, every herb of the field, every, every, every grass on the ground, he says, every tree, even the beasts and the cattle and the birds in the air, he says, every one of them, will produce seed after its own kind. He says, and it's food for you and me. That's why it makes sense to me that 
he'll give seed to the sower. But if you don't consider yourself a sower, then you don't get no seed. So we worry, and I'm preaching to teaching to myself, we worry about things that we really don't need to worry about because if I consider myself a sower, I'm believing God for the seed. God, you want to get there. My wife says, I want a one-story rancher, and I want this like this, and I want that like that. And so we're believing God for this and that and that too. We're getting older, so we don't want to climb stairs. It's okay. You young folks, you'll go through those dynamics soon. Not that we can't climb the stairs. We climb the stairs every day, don't we? If I didn't, y'all think I'm big now, I'd be bigger. <laughs> y'all pray for me. But since we're believing God for that over there, we believe in him because we're sowers. We're believing him that we're going we're gonna to sow. He's going to give us the seed that we need. And not only financially. A lot of times when we hear the word sow a seed, in a lot of references it does mean finances. But I don't want us to be paralyzed to think he's preaching a financial uh, uh, a message today. I'm not. I'm speaking what you do with your life on a daily basis. What do you do when it's just you, when you close the door? That's what I'm speaking about, that kind of sowing. Amen? That kind of sowing. How many of you consider yourself a sower? Yeah. How many of you are not sure about what a sower does? Raise your hand. It's okay. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. We're sowers. And so it is kingdom. It is expected from God that we sow and that we sow unto righteousness. So what? What do we sow? How about we start with the fruit of the Spirit? Amen. The nine components of the fruit of the Spirit. If you notice in Galatians there, when it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, it's not saying fruits of the Spirit. It's, it's, it's fruit. It's, it's, it's speaking in the singular, not the plural. Am I right, um, Grandmaster? Teacher, amen, praise God. It's speaking of, it, it is speaking of, of the singular. In other words, I can't show you love, Felicia, you know, and, 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 and not walk in, in faith. There's no way that, that, that we can do that. You have to possess the whole entire, every nine component of the fruit of the spirit. But guess what? We can't do that by ourselves. There's no way that I can just live by the law. That's what he said in Romans. Well, how can you say that, that sin don't have dominion over me, but I keep running my mouth or, or, or I keep lying or I keep doing these things? It's because you're trying to do it in your own, your own, your own unlimited, your own limited abilities. We're trying to do it in the flesh, but we have to walk in the spirit. Amen. So it's by the spirit of God that we can do that. Amen. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Notice again that it is stated in the plural, uh, in the singular and not the, the plural. We cannot successfully 
possess one or two of them and not the others. We have to strive daily to allow the spirit of the living God to help us. We are to sow in word. We are to sow in prayer, in finances as well. It's a spiritual thing, and it is kingdom. And so we find that in Hosea, the 10th chapter, that Israel was depicted in Scripture as an empty vine. An empty vine, nothing but stems. No leaves, no fruit. Pastor Sharon spoke about fruit. Um, Mother Rose spoke about fruit in her own journey. And because she already knew God for herself, when she got the, 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 um, the diagnosis with her humanity, yes, scared her, and, 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 and she cried. But she automatically went in, into prayer, sowing, sowing daily in the word, reading your word, getting a little understanding. It's not how much you read. I don't care if you read one to two scriptures a day. But when you walk away, you're not like the man who's looked into the mirror, looked at himself, and immediately, the Bible says, immediately when he walks away, he forgets who he is. So in the word, so in prayer, and so in finances, it's spiritual. And so they were depicted in scripture as an empty vine, their rebellion towards God. And their heart was calloused and divided. And they did not fear or have reverence to the Lord. Now, Hosea was a prophet who lived and prophesied just before the destruction of Israel in 722 B.C. He preached to the northern kingdom. Throughout the Bible, you will see that, that, that it refers to Israel as Ephraim. Ephraim was the largest tribe in Israel at the time, and sometimes the whole nation was referred to as Ephraim. Hosea was commanded to take a wife who was a prostitute as an example of God's relationship with Israel, Hosea was to manifest God's patience and love. And so it was, Hosea that said to the tribe of Judah, sow unto yourselves righteousness and reap in mercy. You see, whatever a man sows, and I'm just about done, that he also shall reap. If you sow in the flesh, you reap corruption. But if you sow to the spirit, you reap the spirit everlasting life. You got to sow to the spirit. Do the opposite of what the enemy, your adversary, would have you to do. Can anybody hear what I'm trying to convey today? We have to be doers of the word and sow. Brothers, sisters, I'm let, let, here to let you know, let's not be like the man that only hears the word and not a doer. That man I just told you about, talked to you about, that looks in the mirror, amen, and then walks away and forgets what he's, what, he, what, he, what he's looked at. He forgets what kind of man that he is. But let's be a church, let's be people, let's be a family that looks into the word of God, that, we, that the word of God that says he looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it. 
this kind of person, this kind of man, is a man who is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word. If you want to be blessed, you must sow. It pays to sow. Tell your neighbors it pays to sow. Tell your neighbor again it pays to sow. A blessed man is one who seeks godly counsel. He meditates in the word day and night. He delights in the law of God. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf will not wither, and water never or ever or never or ever or ever or never will wither. I think they said it's been over 54, 57 days since we've even had, we've had less than an inch of rain. But can you, can you be, imagine being that tree planted by the river of water where your roots are, your foundation is, 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 is constantly in the water drinking? The leaves out here, I've noticed that they're not even really changing colors. They're just turning brown and dropping to the ground. But if you're one of those that can be a tree planted by the rivers of water, the Bible says that you're a blessed man, that you're a blessed woman, that your leaf will not wither. Amen. I don't know about you, but that's the kind of tree I'm going to be. My foundation, even in the midst of drought, even in the midst of a wilderness. Amen. I want to be planted and stay planted in the house of the Lord where I will flourish. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says, and you meditate in his word day and night. He said, this is a blessed man. He delights in the law of God. He says, and that he'll bring forth its fruit in its season. See, all we have to do is sow. We don't know what's going on once we've sown. God will take care of that. All we have to do is sow and believe. I don't have to know all the botany, you know, just in order to believe what's going on under the dirt. I, don't have, I know that, I'm, 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 guess what, I'm tilling it. I'm adding fertilizer. I'll put worm casting in it, or, or, or for those that don't know, worm poop. You know, I'm tilling it. I'm breaking up that fallow ground. Amen. We're going to do what the word of God says. And listen, listen, he says, so unto yourself. Let's make this thing personal. Only you can sow unto yourself. I can sow into you. I can, but you got to receive it. But you know you better than I know you. You know what you need. You know what? It's nothing like your own personal worship. It should be deeper than when you come corporately. But it should be effective corporately because you've been worshiping personally. I don't know what kind of seed you need to sow. I know what kind of seed I need to sow for me, for me and my household. And it doesn't matter what's going on under there. I just want to begin to see some resolution. And as a little boy, I remember in, I don't know if it was kindergarten or preschool, but we would take a bean seed and we wet some paper towel and put the seed in between 
the wet paper towel, the wet paper towel in, in a baggie, and our names were on it, and we put it by the windowsill. And a few days later, I saw something sprouting. And that fascinated me. That fascinated me, like, wow. And then we took it from, 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 from the, the, the bean out of the bag, and we put it in a little Dixie cup that, that, that had cultivated soil in it. And the teacher taught us how to pour some water over it. But guess what? We, we kept it in the windowsill, and we put our name on it. See, my bean, my seed was for me. You got to get your own seed. But guess what? You got to be a sower first. If you let God know that I'm a sower, expect his seed. And so later on, a few days later, we get to class one morning, and our teacher says, all right, it's time for science, I guess. And, and we're going to go look at uh, and see what our seed has done. And I went to my name, T I. M-M-Y, and all of a sudden, I saw something reaching out of the ground, and I thought, wow, and I took that thing home when it was time, and I planted it in a little garden. Listen, we lived in an apartment then, and we probably had uh, a piece of uh, grass probably from here to here, and maybe just as wide, and so at that time, I planted green beans in one line, I planted corn in one line, and I had enough room to plant a couple, couple watermelon plants. But in a few months later, there was a harvest. In a few months later, my little skinny bony arms, I held up that big cannonball, and that picture was taken, and I was so proud. But I was so fascinated to how a little seed can produce such a harvest. I was excited about that little bean that our teacher, that little starter kit, that our teacher showed us what you can produce as long as you sow. But when you sow, you got to sow, you got to break up the fallow ground. You got to break up the mess you got to break up the miry, crazy, hard clay. you got to till it. The Lord told Adam, you need to till it. You need to keep it. I've already provided everything for you. Maybe you need a, a better credit report. Well, we got to get out there, and you got to start tilling that ground. You need to go find some resources. What is it that I need to do? What kind of letters can I write to these creditors to help me to get my credit report from a 200 to a 300, okay, and then a 300 uh, to a 400, I see a sprout coming. From a 400 to a 500, okay, let's, let's, keep, let's keep working it. Tony Body, let's keep working. Let's keep tilling. Let's keep believing God because we're sowers. And because we're sowers, we're expecting God to give us the seed that we need to produce the harvest. And next thing you know, that 500 is a 600, a 650, a 670, now a 700. Hallelujah. We can get ready to go to the bank. And then my wife's going to say, baby, guess what? Our credit report's in a 700, but now we got 20% to put down. And I'm going to say, 
We got what? We got 20% to put down? Where did that come from? It came from the Lord, who's strong and who's mighty. It came from the God that we serve. Didn't you say you was a sower? Well, then you might as well stand on your feet and let's begin to sow. Come on and stand with me. Let's begin to sow. Let's begin to sow into our futures. Hallelujah. Let's begin to sow in our destiny. You've been down too long. You've been down in your mindset. I know you've been smiling on the outside. You've been looking good with your clothes and your, your new Gucci and brothers, your gators. But guess what? You're feeling down on the inside. You've been perpetrating a fraud. But if your sowers stand with me and let's begin to sow. Let's begin to sow. Let's begin to sow to the spirit, but in the spirit. Let's begin to sow into our future and to our destiny. He said you're going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf will not wither, and whatever he does, you shall prosper. Now listen. We're going to begin to sow. We're going to begin to sow in the spirit. Hallelujah. Someone has been bound this week. You've tried to pray, but you felt like it wasn't flowing. You were distracted by things, by good things. But today is an opportunity for, we, for us to sow together. And we're going to do this as a family. We're going to do this as a family. I want to ask everyone that are sowers to come to the altar. Let's sow. Let's sow. We're going to sow in prayer. We're going to sow in word. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, intercessors. Come on, prayer warriors. Let's sow. If you can, make it your way. Hallelujah. God, we're saying that we're sowers. We believe in you. If you're, listen, if you've given your life to the Lord and you're blood washed, and if you're blood washed, you have the right to stand and say, I'm a sower. Hallelujah. If not, it's very simple. The first thing you have to do and begin praying, saints. Begin praying. Begin praying. Hallelujah. All you have to do is say, Father, let's close our eyes if you don't mind. Let's bow our heads if you don't mind. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you, God, as a sinner. Lord, I want to live for you. And I'm asking you right now, come into my heart. I ask you right now, Lord God, that you clean me on the inside. I believe that you are the true and the living God and that your son died for my sins. And so I'm asking you to come into my heart, make yourself at home in me and save me. Let me hear everybody say, Lord, save me. Jesus, save me. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, sowers. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. And while you're praying, praise them. God, we believe you that you will sow us. You will give seed to the sower, oh God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, oh God. God, we're here to duplicate. We're here to duplicate ourselves, oh God. God, everything that you have given us, in the name of Jesus, we are planted in the house of your, of your courts, oh God, that we would flourish, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we're here to serve you, to serve you with gladness, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen real quick. I feel it in my spirit. If the women can come over here on this side and pray together and the men on the other side, let's pray together. Leaders, if you could help, help the women to pray, hold hands, form a circle, however you see fit. Brothers on this right side of me, brothers, men, leaders, let's, 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 let's cultivate. Let's cultivate and let's pray. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 Jesus, hallelujah, Lord, hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let's begin praying. Let's pray for one another. Come on, let's, let's cultivate the ground. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you, Lord God, that you, Lord, are our salvation, that you are, Father, our peace, that you are the horn of our salvation, O oh God. And God, we as your sowers, O oh God, Lord, we're expecting seed, O oh God. We're expecting to sow in prayer, in the word, in finances, O oh God. Serving you, O oh God, with gladness, O oh God. Serving you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And God, right now, each and every one of us, each and every one of us, we cast our care upon you. We cast our care upon you. Ladies, cast your care in the center. Walk forward, cast your care in that center. Return back to your standing position. Cast every care, guilt, issues, problems, guilt, issues, sin, condemnation. God, we cast every care, burdens, hallelujah. Keep casting them. Keep casting them. Brothers, you do the same. Cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. Walk to the center of your circle. Cast that care. Leave it there. Return back to your standing position. Cast it as much as you need to cast. Come on, brothers, let's do this together. Encourage your brother. Come on, help your brother sow. Help your brother sow. You're the priest of your home. Hallelujah. God is going to give you instruction. 
how to be the priest of your home, how to pray more often, how to pray, how to worship him in spirit and in truth. Father, we believe you today. God, we cast those things to you. We give it to you, oh God, every burden in the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Right now, right now, everything, lack of finances, cast it upon him. Come on, cast it upon him. Every situation, can't stop drinking, cast it upon him. Having trouble in the computer, cast it upon him. Come on, cast it. Hallelujah. So unto yourselves righteousness. So unto yourself righteousness. This is something you have to do. This is something you have to do. Cast unto yourself righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up the fallow crown. For it is time to seek the Lord. It is time. Hallelujah. 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 Seek the Lord. Come on, seek him. Come on, brothers and sisters. Seek the Lord. Father, we bless your name. God, we stand in your presence. We stand in your righteousness. We stand, oh God, sowing unto our future, sowing seeds of love that we would reap mercy, sowing seeds of forgiveness that we would reap, Lord God, a harvest of healing, oh God. Healing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Power, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Power, oh God. Power, oh God. Power, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we pray now, Lord, that you would touch. Oh God, by your mighty spirit, by your anointing power, strengthen it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, oh God, everything that we've given to you today, God, we thank you for the harvest, Lord. Even in advance, oh God, we praise you in advance, oh God, for it is so, God. It is so, God. It is done, oh God. By your stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. Let the weak say I'm strong. Thank you, dear God, even now, Father. For your might, hallelujah. You raise up who you will, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord. We pray, oh God, for every home, Lord. We pray for every family, Lord. We pray, oh God, for every creative idea, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let it be, oh God. Let it be, oh Father. Let it be, oh Father. In the name of Jesus, it is so. It is so. It is so, and so it is. In the name of Jesus, put your hands together and give.